Welcome to episode 21 of Viper Recruit Spotlight. Recording this one a little bit earlier because I am in Louisiana all of what's been this past week now when this show is being aired. Uh, so we decided to get it out of there. We didn't want to skip a week and, and, and you know, kind of good thing we didn't because, you know, we recorded episode 20 on Wednesday and sure enough, the biggest news of last week happened on Thursday. But before we get into all of that, let's check in on my, my co-host here. I, I, I'm Wack as always, and Jackson and Ashton. Jackson, how you doing, man? Uh, been a tough day uh, for the family. Had a uh, family friend pass away, and uh, we had to uh, say goodbye to one of our dogs today. So tough day, but uh, other than that, good day in uh, recruiting, good week in recruiting, and excited to go to State 7 on 7. Well, sorry for your loss, man. I know how it can be losing losing a, a you know a family pet. So condolences to you there, Ashton. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just uh, preparing for this weekend. Uh, Will actually texted me, and as well as uh, Mike West, who he was on the show a few weeks back. They uh, presented the opportunity for me to cover the uh, trapping in the trenches uh, line recamp this Sunday at CE King. So. I'll be over there and just uh, preparing for that, really. And great week in recruiting. Well, can't wait to see your coverage on that. Looking forward to it, my man. Let us, of course, jump into the big news that I teased, you know, just a couple of minutes ago. It was, of course, you know, we had our show on Wednesday. And, and sure enough, we, and we, we talked about it. We even talked about when, you know, was it going to happen? And Thursday rolls around. And, you know, the man that isn't following anyone on Twitter sent one tweet that says I'm committed to the University of Texas 200,000 plus likes and I know I don't know why Jackson's you know shaking his head or whatever uh of course Arch Manning does commit to University of Texas and you know I think this is really going to shake things up potentially in the in the Texas high school football recruiting world we'll talk about that here in a minute but just uh you know initial thoughts on on Arch committing to Texas Ashton I'll start with you first so, like I had mentioned, he was on his official uh, visit that past weekend, and um, his tight end also did commit as well. And so I think at that point, although technically it was still a 50-50 game between them and Georgia, uh, I, I think we all kind of knew that everything lined up for him to be able to go to the University of Texas. And we all know that Steve Sarkeesian, the quarterback's coach, have been on Arch Manning since he was in eighth grade or his, the beginning of his freshman year. And uh, what I think is really interesting is that that they got the pieces around him that would fit that offense. And so once they got those pieces, I think it was honestly just a domino effect and that it eventually would fall into place for Arch, the high school student, to commit to University of Texas. Uh, Jackson, what about you? What what do you make of this commitment? I know you probably have a juicy take or two to, to say. So what what you got for us? Well, I think that uh, it's what Texas needed. They needed a surge to their recruitment for this class as they've got a lot of key guys in the state that they want to keep. And uh, getting Arch Manning is the start of that. Uh, when you look at it, uh, Arch committing, that helps you potentially get Jonah Wilson from Decaney. That helps you get Mikhail Harris or Harrison Pilot from uh, Temple. That helps you get Jontae Cook from DeSoto. These are big pieces that Texas wants to add to their roster. So I think getting March's, Arch's commitment was very important there. Uh, but I also think it might not be over yet. It might There might come another time where we're thinking, oh, he might decommit. But I think this is the right choice for Arch. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. 
uh, if Arch decides to stay with Texas and go to Texas with Quinn Ewers still being there. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out. But I think this is huge for Texas uh, recruiting. And we will definitely see a surge start to happen here probably in the next couple of weeks with uh, official visits still going. Yeah, of course, anything definitely can happen between, you know, obviously now and, and uh, early signing day, late signing day, or, you know, signing day, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I always get the impression. I always get the impression from Arch, you know, that this, you know, he's someone that's not going to play play those games, right? Where you know, even I think he's going in knowing that Texas might not have a you know ten and two year or whatever. There's you know, I, I mean, you kind of look at it. I think eight and four is going to be considered a successful year for for Texas standards this year. And I think he's also going in knowing he's probably going to retro his freshman his freshman year. He's going in knowing that you know Quinn Ewers is probably going to be the star unless something crazy happens. And I think you know you look at Quinn Ewers has been kind of attached at the hip. They say with Arch when he was down there on his official visit, and you know I don't think Steve Sarkeesian is kind of you know he he's not the type to kind of you know. I wouldn't say, I guess lie is the right word where he, you know, the, the expectation he's probably put arches. Hey, you're going to sit through your red shirt year, but you're going to go in. And, and, you know, a lot of people are saying, why would, you know, who, who this is going to be all kinds of drama, but this has happened, right? I mean, uh, um, Trevor Lawrence set for a year. Um, uh, was it a Bryce Young set, uh, set for a year? So it's not uncommon for these star quarterbacks to sit for a year during their freshman year. Heck, you want to, if you want to be, you know, um, even though he was technically still a senior in, in high school and he, you know, he just graduated early Quinn you were set for a year before, you know, at Ohio state before transferring to Texas. So, you know, having a number one overall recruit, uh, having, you know, sit to city year is not uncommon as people want to think. It is going to be interesting though, to see what happens. And I'll get y'all's take here on this. When I say this is, you know, already, you know, basically, you know, an hour after his commitment, uh, a couple of names were kind of crystal ball to Texas, right? So Cedric Baxter, Jonte Cook, Mikael Harrison Pilot, Jonah Wilson, all crystal ball to Texas. Now, of course, that doesn't mean they're going to go to Texas, but that just means these insiders who kind of know the ins and outs of this game have penciled them in as like a six or a seven or an eight as crystal ball to Texas. I mean, this is great for offense, no doubt, but I think one of the Tex- one of Texas's biggest needs is on defense. I mean, what do you think about these crystal ball projections, Jackson? Um, I, I think that, uh, crystal balls are great. I think that, uh, these are guys who obviously know what they're doing. Um, but I also think that for some of those athletes we name, it's not over. I think Jonte Cook is going to be a guy who's going to take till the very last moment to make his commitment. Uh, we saw that with a lot of guys last year. Um, it's really going to depend on how well Texas's staff and their, uh, players that are there right now can help recruit, get Jonte Cook there. Uh, you saw that with A&M last year, their recruiting class was, not just based off the staff. It was the guys who are in the class helping recruit them. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. I think out of the names we listed, I think the guys that uh, Texas could definitely get are Baxter and definitely Jonah Wilson. Uh, I think Harrison Pilot and I think uh, Jonte Cook are going to be guys who they'll take their time making their decision. So uh, I think still the Arch Manning effect is already there. It's already happening. Uh, We'll see how it all plays out on the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive side of the ball, I think Texas really needs to start going after Anthony Hill and DJ Hicks before A&M swoops them up. Yeah. And I think you've even seen now, of course I don't have it on me on my computer right now, but I mean, a couple of people have, you know, said, Hey, I'm going to go on an official visit now to Texas. Right. Uh, you know, Jante cook was kind of one of those was like kind of, you know, 
um, saying something as far as to the effect of, oh man, you know, got to get to Texas. Not, not, not saying committing, but just got to get to Texas now. Right. So, uh, Ashton, any last words, uh, last words on this before we move on? Yeah. I mean, I think y'all hit it on the head. Uh, this not only does tremendous things for their offense, but also helps out the defensive side. And like you said, these guys have the power, like the coaches, they also, they do their recruiting, but these guys that are committed have the power to persuade these guys to come. You know, and shout out to walk on, uh, and I, I think I'm going to get his name, Michael Taffy or Michael Taff, who was kind of, uh, I guess the unsung hero in all this for, for university of Texas. He was, he was part of the, uh, I guess kind of welcoming class, if you will, for Arch Manning's visit. And a lot of people are saying, Hey, get this man a scholarship. If, if Arch um, ends up sticking around a uh, big part in, in helping him commit uh, by all accounts. So big gift for Texas. It's going to be interesting to see if it has big ramifications in a Texas high school football recruiting world. You know, I, 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 uh, I tweeted out and I'll throw it up on the screen here. Um, you know, the, the fantastic four graphic I, I had made, I think it was back in like what March or April and said, you know, somewhere around there. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, you know, at least, you know, two of those others, you know, will have the potential of going to their crystal ball to Texas right now. And then of course we know, uh, uh, Ruben is, is with Louisville, but, you know, very interesting uh, that, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. Interesting year. Um, this kind of opens things up for, for the recruiting cycle and recruiting battles going on. Jackson, I do know you have some other recruiting news to get to. Let's go ahead and get to you right now. What other things do you have for us, my man? Yeah, I've got three things. Uh, Cy Woods, linebacker, class of 2023. Dylan Rogers uh, dropped his top six. He's got K-State, uh, Houston, Missouri, Colorado, Texas, Nebraska. Uh, I think this is a solid uh, top six. I expect Texas to kind of be in the lead right now with that one, but also don't sleep on Nebraska. Uh, other news I got, Anthony James II, uh, Wiley East defensive end, formerly committed to Texas A&M, decommitted about a month and a half, two months ago, uh, just committed to Washington University. It's a big get for the Huskies as he's a big-time defense alignment from Texas. Uh, and then the last thing I got is uh, last week, or when this show airs two weeks ago, A.J. Tisdale, defensive back from College Station High School, committed to Wisconsin. Uh, we've seen Wisconsin come down and start to recruit heavily in Houston uh, as of late. Uh, they're definitely pushing hard for guys like Caleb Black, who just committed to Memphis. They're still pushing for uh, Brad Spence from Klein Forest, and we'll see them to continue recruiting Texas. But this is a big time get getting one of the best defensive backs in the state from last season. Well, Ashton, I uh, think you said didn't really have any news, but that's okay. I mean, you know, we're, we'll film in this on a, on a Friday after we record on Wednesday. So probably, the, you know, obviously the biggest news was Arch anyways. So that being said, I know Jackson has some uh, has an interview lined up for us. So let's go ahead and get to that interview right now. Thanks, Josh. We're here with four-star linebacker out of Klein Forest, Brad Spence, class of 2023. Brad, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Obviously, you've been pretty busy going on your official visits. You dropped your yeah. top uh, 10 not too long ago. You've got Utah, Texas, Mississippi State, Arizona State, Arkansas, Mizzou, Cal, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Duke. Tell me about those 10 schools and why, why you felt like those were the 10 schools you wanted to focus on. I feel like those schools is where I fit uh, for for the first base I touch on when I'm looking for a school. So for player-wise, coaches, recruiting, uh, the area they're in. So I chose those schools from that. 
Yeah, man, uh, you just got back from some official visits. Uh, I know I saw that you were at Cal not too long ago. You were at Arkansas before that. What has been your favorite part about these official visits so far? I was traveling the country, being places I'd never been before, and uh, exploring and meeting new people throughout this process. Of course, man. That's always a great part about uh, recruiting and your official visits. You get to visit anywhere in the country. You get to kind of experience some experiences you might not get to uh, normally. So let's let's now jump in. Last season, you had a big year. Uh, then this offseason, you've been very kind for us and yourself have been very busy having college coaches uh, come around the school. What's it been like for you being one of these guys who's helping bring exposure to this Klein Forest campus as it's kind of uh, on the rise right now? It means a lot. It means like it's something for a memory. And I have leaving a mark, leaving a mark at my school and uh, helping the kids below me get their scholarships and get, get confidence so they can get offers and uh, learn how to play. Yeah, I mean, to... you get to play with your cousin. You get to play, uh, yeah. play with both your cousins and your little brother next year. Uh, talk about that as Parker's seen as one of the top backs in the state. And then you've got Carter starting to pick up offers. Your brother just picked up offers. What's yeah. it like uh, for the family? Just, I mean, all of y'all are getting recruited kind of pretty heavily right now. Yeah, it's a blessing that all four of us have uh, scholarships. And uh, it's, 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 it, our family's proud of us. And it's something we always dreamed of as uh, kids. So it's pretty awesome to experience this uh, firsthand. Definitely a family affair, and we're, we're very excited to see how y'all play next year. Obviously, you'll be playing linebacker, and you'll be coming off the edge next year, and your brother will be coming off the other side. Uh, what's it going to be like playing with your brother on the other side of the D-line with y'all? As your coach has said, beware of the Spence brothers because they're coming. Yes, we got to make up something to uh, – we got to make up a celebration, but I think it's going to be awesome to be playing with my brother and meeting him in the backfield if we can. For sure, man. I mean, we're excited to see how it goes. Uh, now kind of looking forward to next season, what are some things that you've been working on the offseason uh, to up your game and get ready for your senior year? I've been working on my craft and uh, techniques, getting in shape and uh, staying, staying at the top of the top tier for myself. Obviously, man. I mean, those are, those are some big things to work on, and uh, no doubt you're going to have a big year next season. Uh, and we expect Klein Forest to have a big season, too, as – uh, your coach has been saying y'all want to get over that wall, make the playoffs, uh, make a good district run. What what would be the steps to get there? Because obviously y'all had a hot start to last season and just kind of fell into a little bit of a lull during the middle of the season. What are the goals? What are the steps it's going to take for y'all to get over this wall and make the playoffs? We're going to have to start playing like a team, uh, player-led team, and uh, listening to coaches and execute the plays well and uh, just execute. Get over the wall, no problem. Obviously, Golden Eagles are on the rise, and we're excited to see that. Uh, but for yourself, uh, what official visits do you still have left, and what is your timeline looking like for your commitment? So I was planning on committing during fall camp, and uh, after that, still going to take my visits and uh, have a pretty open recruiting. But uh, when I, once I commit, that's probably where I'm going to be locked in. But I'll still take my visits. But uh, – yeah, I think I got UT lined up, and uh, yeah. Yeah, UT is putting together a pretty nice class right now. Yeah, a lot of candidates yeah. lately, so definitely will be a fun trip to Austin, I'm sure. Now, as we're going to kind of switch gears here, uh, ask a little bit of some fun questions. Um, obviously, NIL has become such a big deal in college football now. What is one brand or 
maybe even a food company or something that you would want to represent. We've had people say Nike. We've had uh, Tory Blaylock from Atascacita said Mike and Ike's not too long ago. What yeah. is a what is a brand or uh, anything that you would like to represent for an NIL? I like to be on like a body armor brand because right. that's my favorite drink. And, uh, I think the Mamba Sticks that's a favorite candy. So, uh, but if I was to choose a restaurant, it would probably be uh, Saltgrass. I would love to get a partnership with those guys. For sure. I mean, hey, get 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 yourself a couple good meals there and uh, yeah. see where it goes from there. Uh, also, another question I got, obviously, you're from Houston, uh, and most Houston area high school teams, this is how it goes, especially in the state of Texas. After the game, what is your go-to Whataburger order? I get a number five. Okay. okay. Number five for the millions, the fries, and a uh, drink. That's okay. my favorite. Perfect, man. Hey, I'm glad you said a burger because I've had lots of people say chicken, and I'm like, man, they may nah, You got to go with a burger. <laughs> kind of last question I got for you, Brad, here to wrap this up. Uh, as you, you're going into your big senior season, and uh, it'll be your last time putting on that Con Force uni uniform next fall. Uh, what is the – obviously the goal is to make the playoffs for you all, but for you personally, what are your goals for next season? I want to get to the playoffs, you know, get to play a few games with my with my uh, season on the line. So that would be a good experience. And I break a few records again, you know, uh, do better than last season and sit, sit a few, uh, get a few eyes around me again. Yes, sir. Well, this has been my interview with Brad Spence. Brad, I just want to thank you for hopping on the show. Uh, we're going to send it back here to Josh Wack and Ashton and myself. So, Brad, thank you once again, and we'll catch no you problem. next time. Jackson, once again, thanks for the interview, my man. Let us now go to the last segment of the show. Under the radar, we take a look at some recruits that are being under-recruited for one reason or another, whether that's kind of, uh, you know, we feel they have almost no offers and they ha should have some, or kind of in the case of my week where I feel like they should have a lot more D1 offers than, than they do and a uh, little – you know what? I'll, I'll go first this week. I don't usually go first, but I'll go first this week. Uh, I'm bringing someone back. Uh, it's Lewis Williams of Conroe. Jackson, you actually covered him in week two. And you know what? I just felt that he's, he's you know, between now and then has seven offers that I can see. And, you know, he, he, I feel like he should have way more D1 offers than he does. And so I was like, you know what? I got we got to give this guy just more shout out because this is a guy who last year, for for instance, had over 1,300 yards receiving, one of the top 10 uh, receivers in the whole country, or not the country, the whole state of Texas last year. He's had over 2,000 yards uh, receiving for his career. I mean, he's just a dynamic play playmaker when you watch the tape. He's got speed that I think colleges are starting to love. You know, you kind of look at, I don't know if he's as fast as Xavier Worthy, or Xavier Worthy but he's got that speed that you like from someone that size. Um, he can play slot. He can play on, on uh, you know, inside. He can play outside. Um, you know, he, he's breaking tackles for his size. He's getting away from people. Absolutely love to see it. You know, once he gets away from you, it's hard to catch this man. Uh, I think he's going to be a top receiver, uh, you know, when it comes to Texas high school football uh, in, in this year. And, you know, if he doesn't have more D, D1 offers by the time his football, uh, high school football 
career's over. I think that's just a travesty. Lewis Williams is a man to watch. He's going to be a great get for whatever college decides to pick him up. If you are a D1 school, you need to be on this, this man, folks. Uh, Lewis Williams, my under-the-radar athlete for this week. Let's just go down the line here. Jackson, who is your under-the-radar athlete for this week? So my under-the-radar athlete this week is uh, Zachariah Sample from Katie Jordan High School. He's a class of 2024 uh, athlete, uh, plays wide receiver and defensive back. Uh, has a 4-4-3-40 time at 5'10", 160. He's a guy who's really impressed people at camps, and he's starting to get a lot of attention. He's already got three offers, low offers as of right now. I expect Power 5 schools to start going after this kid as he's just just a uh, true track speed guy, guy who can make big plays, as you can see on the tape. Uh, he's a part of a young Katie Jordan uh football team and uh, his teammate Andrew Marsh class of 2025 is already one of the top receivers in his class so uh, I think with Marsh there and uh, with Katie Jordan being in the district that they are in I expect uh, Sample to start picking up some power five offers just based off of uh, his athleticism his speed and and the big play making ability that he's got so keep an eye out for this kid he's got two more years of varsity football left but uh, I expect things to start picking up for him in the next couple of weeks. Ashton, we turn to you to close down our under-the-radar segment. Who do you have for us this week? So my under-the-radar athlete of the week is James Eaglin, a senior Ridgepoint defensive lineman. So everyone knows that when mentioning Ridgepoint's defense, it is very easy to be overshadowed, as everyone mentions like Mason Hall, Dalton Pilt, Taylor Davis, or James Wiley Jr., just to name a few. But for Eaglin, in my opinion, being overshadowed has been the case. He stands in at a whopping 6'5", weighing in at 300 pounds, which easily gives him the upper hand on almost all linemen in front of him. But the one thing that separates Eaglin from most is he only started playing, like he recently started playing football as he only used to play basketball. He began working on getting in football shape at the end of his freshman year. He started off on junior varsity his sophomore year, but was called up during their playoff run. And then this year, Eaglin was on varsity for all 13 games for the Panthers and recorded 30 total tackles with 20 of them solo and a couple sacks as well. The crazy jump for improvement has helped Eaglin rack up seven offers from Grambling State and Carnet Ward, Tulsa and UNLV to mention a few, but he recently took a visit to UT and is currently in Michigan right now. With Eaglin really only playing his first year of varsity this year and still really new to the game at the time, I still expect him to have a breakout summer camp schedule and a breakout senior year. That's kind of players sometimes that coaches, you know, kind of salivate over where you can see that the intangibles are there and now just getting him, you know, getting those reps that he hasn't gotten that most people have at that point in his career. So definitely look out for him. That's going to be it for our under the, that's going to be it for our show. Of course, you know, if you want to be on our under the radar segment, hit us up in the DMS, hit us up in the comments, send us an email. We will cover you. That's what we love to do. We love to show show that love to those that are getting under recruited, before we get out of here, I always like to give you guys a chance to do some shout-outs. Ashton, who are you shouting out, my man? So this week, I actually want to shout-out um, shout my little sister. She, uh, she's been working really hard. She actually just had recently one of her first like gymnastics shows. She's in third grade, so she's been working really hard. So I want to shout her out uh, like, I, like I always do. I, uh, I want to shout you all out, and I really appreciate you all for everything. Oh, he appreciates you, my man. Jackson, who are you shouting out? I'm going to shout out all the teams uh, uh, playing at State 7-on-7 this past weekend. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, I'll 
be posting all weekend. Uh, hopefully we get to see some big time winners out of there. Uh, excited to go up there. Also want to just shout out my family uh, for everything that they've done for me and for my brothers. And uh, today was a tough day, but uh, looking forward to many other good ones coming forward. And, you know, I want to shout out, you know, Matt. I'm going to shout out Josh. I'm going to shout out Bradley. They say sometimes, you, you know, you got to manifest stuff, right? So, as you know, we pre-record this. So, you know, this shows on, on a Friday. It is on Friday. Um, I've been in Louisiana all week with them, although I haven't been there yet, right? So, uh, we, we leave uh, coming up here. And, you know, I just know it's going to be a, a great week uh, doing some some Vite Campus stuff. So, manifesting, shout out to you guys. That's, that's how I'm doing it right now. Uh, that is going to be our show for today. As always, we are here almost every Friday at noon to give you all the Texas high school football recruiting news that you need to have. Till next Friday, I'm Wack. That's Jackson and Ashton. We'll see you at the games. <laughs>